What's going on everyone? It's your boy JVD and we're back at it again with another episode of the FPL and Wine podcast. What's up guys? Jason here. How's it going Johnny? Double game week is uh, going quite well although game week 18 free hit didn't. Yeah yeah I think that happened to a lot of people man. The the free hit is normally just a a crapshoot you're just like hoping for the best. Um, So I ended up wildcarding game week 18. Got 48 points off that. You got 38 on your free hit, so not the greatest score, but it's all good. You're pretty much killing it right now with uh, 56 from 9 for Johnny. And for myself, I have 51 points, but I have um, I bench boosted, ended up bench boosting, and I have like 15 players to go. So lots of lots of time left in this week, and a lot can change between now and uh, next Saturday is the end of the week. So we're recording on Sunday the 17th after like half the, half the games are done approximately. Uh, yeah, Johnny, what do you, how do you feel about your performance so far this game week? Decent. I think uh, I was pretty happy. And then Stones ended up scoring two goals, getting that <laughs> hole in a lot of people. Uh, quite a few people have him, actually. So I know you you yourself have him. So how do you feel as a Stones owner? Yeah, I mean, it's it's very lucky. Honestly, your defender is rarely ever going to score two goals. Um, but the way that City have been kind of approaching their games is they do try and get a lot of action on the set pieces uh, especially in comparison to what they were before um, so I mean it, it's coming I think Diaz has some goals in him as well he had the for the second goal he had that shot uh, blocked which came to stones um, so yeah I think there's a lot more to come from the city defenders uh, given their fixture run as well so we'll, we'll definitely see how that goes in the Guys, future like Jay said we're recording after the city palace game so still plenty of football to uh, you know be, to be watched and played um, but yeah, we're just going to kind of go ahead as, uh, as usual, kind of give you guys release something Monday morning for you guys just to have something throughout the week. Uh, Jay, do you want to run down uh, our agenda for today? Yeah. Yeah. So some of our talking points is uh West Ham defense, Antonio coming back in team is uh team was looking pretty good against Burnley, uh, Chelsea, they beat Fulham this weekend, but are they worth investing in, uh, Leicester city assets? They've got a coming run of fixtures. Uh, Kane and Son, you know, the usual discussion. We have this talk every week. They buried, not buried, but they, they punished a couple of people to transfer them out for sure. Uh, myself included with one goal for Kane and bonus and an assist for Son. Uh, I'll talk about the Liverpool versus United game today, 0-0. Um, as well as take a little bit more of a medium long-term view. Uh, next four game weeks, teams to target, chip strategy coming up. And uh, talk about the suspension tightrope, I suppose. Uh, so yeah, let's get into it, dude. Uh, West Ham defense. Uh, you got two of them, two cleans in there, and plus Antonio scored a goal. I got Kufal clean. What are you feeling? Yeah, I'm happy with the cleans. Uh, you and I are both Sufal owners, so that's very good. I'm happy to They've see... They've got good fixtures coming, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually a little worried about West Brom, given that they thumped... Not thumped, but they ended up scoring three goals, which is... Cool. Not a usual Big Sam game, eh? Yeah, <laughs> it's quite rare for West Brom to score three goals, but they did, so that'll be an interesting game to see if West Ham can really hold that clean or if West Brom break that, but I'm pretty happy with West Ham defenders. I know many people around the league are. Yep, yep. Uh, you and I are both Suchek owners, so... Uh, it is what it is. If, I saw some people cap can... him, dude. I was like, what the what what's going on, man? Like, let's try and be a little bit serious, you know? We're trying to score points here. <laughs> what do you think with the emergence of Antonio, you know, now that he's back? What does that offer the likes of Sufal, Crestfall, and Suchek and I guess the rest of the West Ham squad? I mean, it just gives them a focal point, right? They have someone to target um with those long balls. I think it's really good for those fullbacks, especially that you mentioned, Cresswell, Kufal. Um 
and like just Bowen and uh, who's the other guy? Jared? No, not that. That's Bowen. Fornells. 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 There you go. Um, yeah, they just it just gives them a good focal point. Whereas, um, what's the other dude? Alaire wasn't really offering that. Um, I'm honestly a little bit bummed that I didn't take the risk and go with him on my wild card slash my transfers in this week. Um, I ended up going with Cavani instead, who obviously got benched and didn't really make that much of an impact against Liverpool. Still one game to go though, but yeah, I don't know. I would love, I would have liked some, um, more concrete news, I guess, of Antonio. It was always like, oh, we're still cautious of him and things like that, but whatever it is. What yeah. It is. So still a tough fixture to go against West Brom. So we'll see how that turns out. Yeah. I would be hopeful though, man. I would be very hopeful if I was an Antonio owner. They, they, they can score a bunch of goals there. For sure. Moving on to Chelsea assets. Uh, as we saw, Jay, they won 1-0 with, against Fulham, who were a man down. What are your thoughts on Chelsea assets going forward? I thought they struggled, man. I thought they struggled quite a bit until the red card, um, which honestly, the red card was, it was it was definitely warranted. But like, if the player, like it wasn't like the guy baited him into a red or something like that. Like Chelsea didn't do anything. It just it was just kind of handed to them on a plate. Um, I would have been very, very disappointed if they didn't come away with that with without a result there, honestly. Um, did feel that they got pretty lucky. Um, in terms of their assets moving forward, I think Mount is actually a solid pick at 6.8. He scored the goal this week um, and has basically nailed every single week compared to any of the other midfielders. He can pop up with a goal or assist here or there. Um, price is pretty kind, so if you need someone in that bracket, it's not bad. Um, but overall, I don't know. I don't really see much there. Uh, just Mount and maybe... A defender? Uh, defenders are pretty expensive now. Like, wouldn't you rather just get City? Yeah, uh, City has definitely put in a, a valid argument to, you know, get all of their uh, City, a uh, sorry, defensive assets. But I think I think Chilwell defenders, right? yeah. is still a pretty good option if you have him. Of course, he's expensive, but he does he does offer that offensive threat, right? For sure, for sure. Um, I mean, if you have him, you hold him. But like, I don't know. In my position, I wouldn't be scrambling to bring him in, uh, given that I'm I already have two. Uh, City defenders, I might add a third, honestly. Diaz, um, been looking to bring him in for a while now, honestly. And um, I, what are your thoughts on the center forward rotation? I know Werner did not start uh, against Fulham. What are your thoughts? Is Giroud a good asset? Uh, Ziyech, Pulisic, what are your thoughts on those guys? Honestly, for my for my for me personally, I just don't feel like Lampard really knows what his best team is. I think this is kind of the issue that we had with him basically all year. Uh that like yeah we don't really know what his best team is we don't know who he's going to start at striker every week who the wingers are um so with that said i think i would just recommend to stay away there uh entirely for now um obviously we know like werner if he's nailed actually any all of those three guys man if one of them is like truly nailed and you can you can be confident with them starting in the center forward role then for sure, I don't think that they're bad options by any means, but I just don't know that there's any any way you can be certain of that. Moving on to Leicester City and their assets, uh, what did you think of their match against Southampton? Convincing win? Yeah, for sure, man. I have Vardy. Uh, I was watching that screaming at my TV <laughs> the entire time. Um, I've, I, I think he's never had that many big chances without scoring, something like that, that many shots without scoring a goal. Uh, he could have had a hat-trick on a different day, and if that was the case, there would be assists for guys like Barnes. Tielemans, um, Albrighton, etc. So yeah, I do think that they're really solid, really solid picks. Um, I don't like the Vardy every single game he's going off like with some sort of injury. Um, but the fixtures are very favorable coming up with guys like Leeds, Fulham, uh, Wolves coming up. Um, what do you think? Yeah, I'm looking at the fixture difficulty rating uh, spreadsheet, and up until game week 35. They only have three fixtures that tick uh, four or above, right? 
So that's Leicester City assets are actually a very viable play going forward, not just for the next four game weeks, but actually for the rest of the season. Yeah, for sure. The question is, would you go Vardy in a defender, Madison? What What's the play? I like James Justin. I think James Justin is a solid pick. Um, he's, he was such a trap for us at the start of the season. Like, oh, like uh, Ricardo's coming back soon. But I don't think that's really happening. And if, if it was, if I was Brendan Rodgers, I would be telling Justin the spot is yours to lose. Like, keep it up. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I think he's a, I think he's a really solid pick. The guy picks up bonus points almost every other week. Um, some assists here and there. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Any anyone else you see there? Madison, Madison, I guess is the other one, right? Yeah, just Madison, Justin, um, Vardy, and I, I think that's about it. They are still kind of leaky, but their fixture run is very appealing until the end of the season, and I think they're one of like the standout teams to target going forward. Yeah, yeah, probably like they're they're like that second B tier, right? Top is like probably United City, Liverpool. And then just under there, you have like Leicester, Spurs, Chelsea. I guess that's about it. Uh, maybe Southampton, I guess you can throw in there too. Moving on to Spurs assets. Of course, some people were on the double up, Kane plus Son. I personally was just on Kane. Jay was on neither. What are your thoughts on going forward? Do yep. you bring at least one of their assets in? Or do you stay away from them? Or do you double up? Well, what's the uh, verdict here? No, nah, I, I would be looking to bring them in again. Um, honestly, as I dropped them, as I clicked the button to confirm my transfers, I ended up taking a minus eight this week, by the way. <laughs> um, but I mean, as I was looking at it, I was like, this is a terrible idea. Like we're going to get punished by these guys for sure. Uh, and yeah, they, it did end up that way. Kane scored a goal. Son got an assist. Kane max bonus. Um, I don't know. Their fixtures aren't great coming up. They do have Liverpool. Um, Chelsea, I don't think is a very tough fixture for them. I think they, they should be, they should be good in that game, but they have... Liverpool and City in the next five. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. There's a really good fixture run for them between game week, like, 26 and 30. So And they should have double game weeks coming up, right? So, yeah. would you be bringing them in, like, immediately? I don't think so. But if you want to target, like, the Brighton game, which is in game week 21, or the West Brom game in game week 23... Um, and then just hold them for that run and moving forward, I think that's pretty fine. Yeah, like uh, like Jay said, it just depends on, on your team and what players you have. Uh, I think the strategy here is to just go with one of them and not do the double up because there's so many other FPL options with the likes of De Bruyne, Bruno, Salah, etc. Yeah, for sure, but for sure. It, it really depends on whether you like Kane or whether you like Sun more personally. Yeah. I like Kane more, so I have him in my team. Jay, I know, I know, I think you favor Son a little bit more. You don't do, have either of them, but I don't have either. Were, but I would, I would bring one in. Um, you would, you would bring Son, right? Uh, honestly, it really depends on how my team is looking at the time. Um, like if I was to look right now, there's no real space for Son in my team. But if I were to get Vardy out, I could probably get Kane in. Yep. Um. So yeah, like again, I think we always say this. Like, I think we say this literally every week, but it just depends on your team structure. Um, if you find an easier route to Kane or Son, like one transfer less, that's probably what I would do. Your free transfers are worth more than... Um, I think that the, the, the difference between them is not worth a free transfer, or a f- minus four, rather. Moving on to arguably the biggest match of the weekend that ended scoreless, Liverpool against Manchester United. First v. third, the stage was set, yet... Nobody could really take their play. Yeah, zero, nobody zero. could really take their chances. What were your thoughts on the game, Jim? Um, I think I thought both defenses were really good. Liverpool's obviously kind of makeshift, but they still managed to get the job done, uh, keep United out. Um, there were some worrying signs there, though, right? Like for a lot of the FPL assets we have, um, Bruno looked like crap. Salah barely even touched the ball in the box, let alone having any shots. Um, I don't know. What did you see? 
Yeah, so for those of you that don't know, me and Jay are both United fans, but we both capped Salah. We don't really let emotions get into the play. We just pick based on FPL and all that stuff. Bro, speak for yourself, man. I brought in Cavani this week just on <laughs> just on emotions. Yeah, but that's yeah, true. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. You got to hedge it too as well. That's what I, I said that on Twitter. Like getting too, too into the game, got to maybe just cap the opposing team and just... You know, either way, it's a win-win. Well, let's break it down and talk about both sides. Um, I guess in, sure. in the first half, it was more or less Liverpool, you could say. They had more of the ball possession. Firmino yep. had the better chances. And, yeah, Salah and Manny were obviously both kept quiet. And then United started to turn the table, and they actually had the better chances in the second half. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't mind it. I think some people had Robertson, people had Salah, Bruno. I think it's fine from an FPL perspective. What about moving forward? Are you are you worried about these guys? Like Salah, like um, barely, like he literally barely touched the ball, right? In in the final third. Yeah. Um, especially in the second half, they were kind of. I I thought with the break, like they would come out like ready to go, you know, title title uh, contender game. Uh, but they came out kind of flat. I guess we'll have to see against Burnley um, if there's anything to really worry about there. But um, yeah, and then like Bruno as well, right? Like it didn't seem like he was really on it today. But I guess that's always how he looks, and then he'll just get, like, one or two returns, like, late in the game. I don't know. Yeah, listen, Bruno could have easily returned today. He just missed that chance, and he gave a couple good balls to Rashford so on. Uh, it is what it is. Um, I think Jay and I were speaking earlier today, and we primarily captain Salah just for that Burnley fixture. So, although Liverpool assets have definitely been quiet over the last few game weeks, they could easily explode against Burnley. Who, like Jay said, tend to... Dude, United have a really good fixture run coming up, too. I guess that's our next next topic, medium to long-term view. Uh, you want to just go on to that? Yeah, let's move on. Yep. All right, dude. So let's move on to um, our long-term view. So we'll talk about like the next four to five game weeks. So game week 24 and game week 25 will probably be the end of what we talk about. So what are your, what are your three favorite teams to target for this upcoming run? Who's got the good fixtures here? Yeah, definitely United, uh, for sure. City, of course, and then Leicester City for the rest of the season, in my opinion, I think is one of the best teams to target. Okay. Um, you want to break that down? Any other teams that I'm missing? No, I think that's about it. Let me see. Um, I think, I mean, Chelsea have really good fixtures. They've got Wolves, Burnley, Sheffield, and Newcastle uh, within their next five. But as we said before, um, I'm not really sure who you'd target in an attacking sense. Uh, I guess if you want to bring in a defender, uh, that's not that bad. But I don't know. don't really see anything attacking-wise there um yeah no that that should be it united city uh leicester i think everton have decent fixtures as well it's not bad but i again i don't really know where you go there start with united yeah i mean i know last episode i said that they were kind of leaky at the back which they still tend to be they got lucky not conceding against uh burnley and today okay they showed a little bit more defensive class and they played you know way better yeah i thought maguire was really good man gotta put my hands up i was yeah i think mcguire and char definitely sorry go ahead go ahead yeah no i was just saying i think mcguire and char both fpl options right um yeah i'd say so i, I would say shaw shaw a little bit more so just because the, the price is really good there man it's like four eight right yeah 4.8 that's like that's literally nothing i can get him for kufal and just start him every week if i wanted to um united defenders definitely good bruno i don't think anyone's not gonna keep in their team and then I think like Rashford, I, I still think he's a really solid pick. He he looked like the only one who was really trying to stretch the defense against Liverpool. And that seems to be like his role really uh, on an ongoing basis. So what about uh, what about City? 
City, I think it's just the, the defensive assets and KDB, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I see people talking about Gundogan again. Uh, I don't, I don't think you go there, right? Like it's, it's, it's a waste of a slot. It seems like to me, if he doesn't play, he's he's a good differential, and I know you and I spoke about him last uh, episode as well. He's a good option for that fifth midfielder, but I just think. With the defensive run City are on right now, why waste the slot and just just grab two City defenders and get KDB and you're good. It's pretty straightforward, and that's the play that most managers are going to be doing. Yeah, yeah, I, I I still think that the triple defense is equivalent, if not better. Um, I mean, like I said, we saw today how good they are on an attacking sense, but yeah, I mean, I don't can't really talk anyone out of getting KDB. I'm I'm really interested to see if City can keep it clean against Ashton Villa because if they can, then that's really something. Yeah, yeah, Villa are a solid team. Moving on to Leicester City, uh, what do you think the play there is, Jay? Do you think it's Vardy and get a defender? I know you mentioned James Justin a little earlier. What are you thinking there? Um, yeah, I think Vardy obviously fine pick. Uh, never have an issue with him in the game. He's just always going to get points here and there. Um, I I think Madison is still a really solid pick. Uh, I mean, he's barely played like half the season and he's their top scoring midfielder. So I I definitely like Madison as a pick. I don't really see anything else there, honestly. Um, Barnes is like iffy at best. I had him for a point at the start of the season and like he's in and out of the team sometimes. And I don't really I don't really like that in terms of an FPL. Uh, option at all really okay and yeah so those are the teams that we're gonna target i guess going forward just for the uh west ham too right like i think we talked about does this did their fixtures turn no their fixtures are still really solid coming up especially defensively so if if you need cheap defenders i still think kufal um is uh, a really solid pick and then if you have a little bit more to spend uh cresswell and then moving forward guys just uh keep in mind suspension you know players that are one yellow card away from a ban um it resets after 19, so the player, after they hit their 19th game week or, like, game of the year, even if they didn't play, they still, um, the suspension will lapse at that point, and they can go back to getting, picking up cards. Just uh, some notable players that are actually on one yellow card away from a ban, Bruno Fernandez, Luke Shaw, Maguire, KWP. So the, so just keep that in mind when you're building your teams or making transfers, etc. All right, for sure, for sure. Differentials now? Let's go. Game week 20, dude. That's, like... Dude, it seems dude, games are coming by fast, man. We're already at 20, more than halfway through the year. Uh, yeah, what are you thinking? Differentials for next game week? Yeah, differentials, uh, it's a tough one. I mean, I know a few that I have I have here. Obviously, Gundogan's a good one. Uh, Madison is, has been showing form, so I think he's a really good one if you have the money. Yep, yep. Uh, Pereira got the two penalties, which uh, is always a good thing, you know. it's never It's never not... A mistake to invest in FPL assets that take penalties. penalties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yep. Any uh, differentials that you have on your mind? Yeah, I, I liked the Shaw pick. Um, like we said, I think he's still prone to like rotation here and there, uh, like in an easier game. Actually, maybe Sheffield will be the game for him to get rotated uh, for Telez. But um, yeah, he's he's obviously like basically he's our best center back, uh, best left back, and probably one of the best players on our team recently, as well as Antonio. I think Antonio is always a solid option. Uh, now that he's fit again, seems to be coming back into form with the goal. Uh, guy's good, man. Guy's a good player for sure. And uh, he's a little bit lower owned. Eze from Crystal Palace and Triori from Ashton Villa are also good assets to own. Uh, very shifty players, play on the wing. Is El Ghazi still considered a differential? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. El Ghazi and Triori are some good picks if you want to go separate yourself from, you know, Jack Grealish and Barkley and all those guys. Yeah. Grealish has been creating chances for fun for these guys, so they should they better fucking repay it at some point, dude. 
Um, okay. You want to talk about key games before we do transfers and captaincy? Sure. Um, so obviously Spurs versus Liverpool will be a really big game. Um, what do you think? How do you think that that's going to go? Last time we saw some stupid-ass social media posts from these Liverpool players about like best team one and all that crap. Like, okay, don't need to see that, man. Best team tied today. In fact, I think as long as you own assets from both teams, like one, like one of Son and Kane, and then at least Salah, I think you're fine for the game. Because I still think, yeah, yeah, uh, Spurs can score on Liverpool and then park the bus. Yeah, true. And obviously, Liverpool haven't been showing the best offensive form, so it could go both ways. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, what are some other games you like? Um, I'm looking at Southampton Arsenal should be a fun time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hoping Southampton get a clean sheet there. That'll be nice. Wasn't that like they they recently played too, right? Like not too long ago, maybe three four game weeks ago. Uh, I I don't know if I can recall. Yeah, I maybe. Seem to remember having Che Adams in that game and he had a bunch of chances. Anyways, that should be a good game. I I really I mean we've talked about Southampton like a lot on this pod and um yeah they should be should put up a good game against Arsenal. Yeah, and then the two Manchester teams of course, uh, Man City away at West Brom and then uh, United take Sheffield. Those are big FPL wise, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, United take Sheffield on at home. I think those are like the big fixtures in terms of FPL. Like Jay said, yeah. Yeah, Everton Leicester should be a fun game as well. Um, Everton are still a little bit, um, little bit hurt, a little bit knocked, but they still keep on grinding out results. Um, yeah, that should be a that should be a really solid game. Do you do you want to do you want to talk about Everton real quick actually? Because I don't think we've touched on them in a while. Their fixtures are a little bit mixed, but um, like you could pick up someone like DCL even for like we we talked about him as a hold, set and forget. He's got a hamstring injury at the moment, but like. Would you be looking to bring him in as soon as he's back? Uh, I'd give him uh, a few games, like maybe one game okay. to see. I know Digne's back, which is a huge, huge boost for huge Everton. Man, yeah. Um, but I would kind of stay away from now because I'm pretty set on my team. Okay. Yeah, for me, I'm probably actually looking at bringing him back in um, for Cavani at some point. Um, hopefully, he gets back fit and looks good. But yeah, obviously, yeah, I'm just going to wait for that news a little bit more. Anyways, transfers... <laughs> pretty simple I, i'm gonna roll yeah i think so i think same here um team looks good for next week captaincy sorted um nothing really to worry about I think. yeah here. and then uh yeah so for those of you that know us we always say we're gonna roll and then last second we change it but we'll <laughs> update you guys uh next uh next weekend on the pod for sure but as of now we're both rolling because i definitely want two free transfers for uh, 21 i think we both do yep yep all right so captaincy uh, mine's currently on Bruno. Seems pretty straightforward. Sheffield at home, but I think City have a good fixture as well. What about you? Who are you on? Yeah, I'm on Bruno as well. Okay. Yeah, KDB, I don't think we can really ignore him. Um, every single week he pops up with like some sort of return, even if it's just taking along. And that consistency can't be overlooked. But in terms of explosiveness, I definitely lean towards Bruno here. Well, there you have it, folks. Another episode in the books. Uh, we're trying to be as consistent as possible with our uh, with our podcast and with dropping episodes for you guys. So, guys, please uh, get on our Twitter account. Email us with, with, with any feedback that you guys may have. Jay and I would really appreciate that. I think it's uh, we're trying to build something here that's a little bit more consistent for you guys. But... At the end of the day, we're all having fun. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the talking points. Jay, any uh, final thoughts? Yeah, like Twitter, Twitter interactions for sure. If you guys just want to send a tweet at us, like what do we do about our team, like whatever. Um, definitely helps the channel grow and um, get us some more more clicks on the videos. Um, yeah, any shares and stuff also greatly appreciated. But yeah, uh, whoever's still listening, we're deep into the podcast now, probably like 25 minutes in. Um, so thank you for that. And uh, yeah, I think that should be about it. Anything from you? No, we appreciate your support, guys. Uh, I'm your co-host, Johnny. This is Jason.
and this is the FPL and Wine Podcast. Signing off. Peace. Thank you.